We're live. Live. From New York. <laughs> it's Healing House. Um, it's Healing House Live. The moon shines reflected light, light that is not its own, and yet its pull moves tides, swells cycles within bodies and oceans. A bewitching electricity, a swallowing magnetism. The moon draws hidden energy from under the surface, sometimes uninvited. You might lie awake under a full moon, thoughts swimming, mind howling, confused, inspired, wonderfully mad. You might feel shaken, disoriented, out of control. The moon can be a signal to look into your reflection, shine light into the things that scare you about yourself. Follow the blurry reflection up to the path, to deeper understanding, to clarity you might only untangle later. What is strange and confusing now might phase into the inspired and truth. Take one deep breath. What up? Hey. Welcome back. We've been gone for a minute. Now we're back with the jump off. <laughs> Sorry, we were like listening to like fucking yep. Cardi B and like Lil Kim and Lil Lil everybody. <laughs> Man, yeah. Every, everybody who Lil. We like left. We like we were we left right after yoga. We did yoga. I took Bree's yoga class today, which was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. That's still nineteen, but we're like, should we go get food? And we're like, no, we just got to get back and like just get right to it. Get right to the we recording. To the and then we like got back, like ate food. Made a drink. Called Laura. Called Laura. Because she's having a baby. Oh. She's having a baby. By the time you hear this, it is born. Yeah, this baby it will is be risen. born. Freya. Everybody send love to Laura and Freya. Yeah, like from A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah, Laura looks so beautiful. She did. She did. I she's going to just, she's going to do amazing. Yeah, she's going to be such a good mom. Yeah, amazing mom. It's crazy because when you were there, we were on the phone with her and Michelle was like, it's going to be fine. Like, you won't even, you know feel anything because you're just going to be in this like state of bliss holding your new baby like this child that you've created that you've shared a body with um and then I put myself in that position and you were like you won't feel any stress no anything because afterwards at the after yeah after the like c-section and I was like I would put myself in that position I was like no way, man. Like, no <laughs> fucking way. I said Brie would be like, I got, she goes shopping. Yeah. She's like, I, I gotta go. Like, I gotta bounce. I just like that. I, hats off to all the women out there. It's like, to me, it's the biggest act of courage and selflessness, like, in the whole world, like, to be a mom. Dude, moms are magic. Good Truly. fucking job. Yeah, you guys Every rock. one of you. Yeah, even the fucked up ones. At least you try. <laughs> You know, like, shit, my ass would bail, yeah. like, immediately. Yeah. I'm a coward with it. Um, anyway, can't wait to meet you, Freya. Yeah, Freya. You'll go back and listen to this episode. The youngest member of the coven. Yes. And then by the time she does, she's old enough to listen to this, we've gone full gray garden. <laughs> Just, like, totally senile, living in this yeah. mansion where raccoons have overrun it. And, like, we're just going through albums of the glory years. All of our husbands are dead. All of, every last one of them. There's pictures with us and, like, I was going to say JFK, but, I mean, like, Obama or somebody. Oh, my God. <sighs> Anyways, yeah. hocus, hocus, anyway. hocus, congrats, Laura. Yeah, congrats. Uh, 
Well, I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> it's realism. Um, <laughs> total cancer Pisces over here. Um, I'm such a cancer Pisces. Pisces cancer. Pisces cancer. Cancer Pisces. Um, just kidding. Anywho, I'm having a really good time. I had a really good week. Am working on allowing myself to feel um, excited and compassionate and permission to feel joy yeah i need to feel some joy i've been feeling a lot of joy lately i'm just trying to uh i always forget i used to do this um kind of practice or like meditation of just asking like when you're like when in doubt just like ask the universe for help just like ask ask for help or whatever we need to ask and so i did have this like moment i was having a rough i would say a very rough time uh very recently I just remembered this like practice to just like sit and ask and I was just like I want to like I wouldn't be surprised like universe can you just like just surprise me like I feel like I'm always like like expectation and whatever and I like get my I like let myself down and and now I just like ask universe to surprise me and since I did that the universe has definitely been surprising me in in so many ways. I start um, reading tarot at Nurture at um, Boutique in the Wild on Fridays, Saturdays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays from 11 Happy to 4. Days. Yeah, and I'm, like, so pumped. Finally, like, just, like, reading tarot, doing one of my favorite things ever. So if anyone's in Denver and needs a reading, I'm going to go. Here. Yeah, come see me. So I'm, like, I like that was a surprise, you know? I had, like, kind of another idea of what my, like shit would my, my stuff would look like there as a per you know just like maybe selling my art or whatever and like this totally surprised me as well yeah my hocus pocus focus <laughs> so i realized i was doing something like i i knew i was doing it but i figured out what it was and it was just like this shit that like always pulls me down like into the dark but i realized that i create these psycho it was my dog's squeaky squeaky toy (laughs) anyways i i realized that i create these really wild incredibly high standards for myself that i think that the you (laughs) (laughs) that i think that the whole world is accountable me holding me accountable for yeah or like i create this like this expectation and then I'm like everybody knows this and thinks this right when that has never been anything that was communicated to me ever (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I'm just trying to keep the expectations of myself like a reality like if I can't get something done it's okay like if I can't make it to whatever it's okay if like I did something wrong it's okay you know, mm-hmm. like this isn't the scenario that you created in your head about how you're a total piece of shit and you should just go fall off a cliff because you can't do anything right. Um, so I just it was just kind of cool to kind of really finally put a pin in that yeah, understanding why, of myself. Why do you think you're doing that? Just out of the typical oh, abuse that yeah, you've yeah. given yourself? Probably. I think it's like because my dad, who's a total turd. Um, 
like he kind of just like vanished when I was a kid like but even before then I wanted like his approval so badly like he always told me I was like fat or I looked like a boy or why don't I eat beans I'm not a real Mexican because I don't eat beans (laughs) um so it caused a lot of I think like early on insecurity of not like that feeling of not being enough but like I was saying you know I always say this like identifying it and knowing when it pops up is like the most powerful Mm. thing so I'm just trying to be like you did it girl like you figured it out now like figure out how to control it you know what I mean yeah so yeah that's my hocus pocus focus of the week is just to find the reality of the true expectations in which there aren't any expectations like we're all I feel like that's what I meant that's it that was mine too if there's no, that, you know, fucking that's my too. That's what I was trying to say. Did you want to take my hocus pocus book? <laughs> Mine's the same as yours. <laughs> um, but yeah, just it's like perfect. there's no expectations. Um, just dedication, love, and loyalty, and trust, and always acting from my boy Patanjali's, uh, you know, space of ahimsa, and you're like golden. So, yeah. Card time. Card time. So open up your heart and your mind, babies, and receive the power of the tarot. You know the cards don't lie, and I'm starting to feel it's right. All the attraction, the tension, don't you see, baby, this is perfection. Card time. The chariot. Amazing. I love the chariot. I love the chariot too. It's such a great card. Um, a reading from uh Tarot by Cato. Um, one of our faves. We use her shit a lot in our Instagram readings. Yeah. Also, I found this new deck where like I want this deck so bad. I'll talk about it on the next one. But anyway, back to the chariot. So the chariot is a solid fucking card, right? It's like steady ground is underneath you. You've picked up momentum and speed. Like you're on the path finally. Like think about it as, you know, when you're trying to go on a road trip, but let's say that you live in like Aurora or something (laughs) stupid where you have to like go through a bunch of different stupid like side streets before you get to the like big interstate. And then as soon as you hit the interstate, you're just fucking cruising, right? You got mm, your tunes going, like everybody's talking. Maybe you guys light up a fucking joint, right? Everybody's getting into a podcast or the fucking tunes. Like it is like this vibe, this destination where we're on our way, baby. I, know, I love to, it's like destination chosen, mm-hmm. wind blowing in your hair. Wind blowing in your hair. You guys are fucking cruising, not for a bruising, but. No, I tried to make that. It didn't work out. But She's yeah. got the galaxy like chariot essentially mm. like over her, mm-hmm. and I love her. Um, it's such a fierceness. It's like it's a little bit like I like to say it's like it reminds me of the strength card, but in like an aggressive way. Like yeah. the strength card is all about compassion and like it's like a being collie, soft. It's a collie vibe. Yeah, this one is like get the fuck out the way. Mm-hmm. I'm going. Yeah, I'm there. I'm here. Like, yeah. you can't stop me. I've already started. I've already chose. Which is perfect for spring. Uh, if go back and listen to the Hostera. Yeah. You know, like, you choose it. But I fucking love the cherry. It's like, let's go. Let's go. 
Um, love you, Chariot. Yeah, I feel that a lot for uh, this week, for sure. Just like stepping into like action, which, yeah. you know, yeah. It feels so the, good. Which is like, yeah, we're talking about Pisces today. Yeah. Y'all, which... That's the we'll since we're, yeah since we're on the tarot though the that's yeah. the we read the moon card because that's what card is in association with Pisces. With our good friend the Pisces, mm-hmm. phenomenal segue. Mm-hmm. Pisces time. Pisces. Pisces. I tried to look up if there were like any songs about Pisces or whatever. There's none. None. None that I could find mm-hmm. that I understood. well it is perfect like the you know we're talking about like the season change and everything pisces is the last zodiac on the wheel it's the end you know it's like winter time and spring is springing (laughs) (laughs) and it's this like this freshness feeling but first we got to go through the pisces feels yeah is that why i feel so tender and i'm like what's going on with my life Mm, yeah we'll talk about the origin just a bit where are you from pisces where are you from what's up with it um some mythology situation station this whole myth kind of starts with like the father of monsters typhan the god this whole thing he's connected to kind of this you know he the way that he's connected to aphrodite and um her son euros and aphrodite is the goddess of love and beauty uh, <laughs> Aphrodite, and her son, me, which is the Roman, which is basically Cupid. No, it's Eros. What happens is Zeus gets in a fight with his dad. Who's Zeus's dad? Cronus. Cronus. Yeah. Cronus. That's a Capricorn situation, right? Yeah, that's okay. a Cronus where he like was eating his kids, and like Zeus survived, and he's like, "Great, I have this kid now. Right, right. pain in my side. Yeah, yeah." Yeah. So Zeus fights, gets in this fight with Big Daddy Cronus. Daddy. Daddy. He fucking he kills they they go into this battle and he um basically ends up killing and defeating all of the children of the goddess Gaia. Her, as her revenge, as it would be, if, I mean if you like, you know, so all these gods like kill your your children, um, in this like argument between, you know, Zeus and Cronus. Um, as revenge, she births, um, Typhon and this is like the most terrifying beast, like monster that has ever been birthed, you know? So the story goes, it's a water. It is a, it's like a mass of coiled snakes, which is like just this, yeah, like their arms, like they extend, you know, just a bunch of coiled of horrifying beast creature that she births and, you know, he gets, she She's like, go, you know, be gone. Like, do your, start your destruction. Yeah. Um, go on, Typhus. Yeah. Don't go get Typhus. <laughs> <laughs> so he lets him loose and he goes to Mount Olymp- Olympus, um, you know, where the guy, all the gods live and like hang out. They're all like. Mm-hmm. Have their coke and sex parties. Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pro- honestly, yeah. Like, Literally. That's what they all, yeah. That's what they were doing. They were just chilling. Yeah. Just like putting dicks in each other's butts and sitting on faces. <laughs> honestly, I'm kind of in. Drinking like, out eating. of goblets. Yeah, drinking out of goblets, like wearing loose clothes. But then, just, and there's like let's, zapping like lightning go. out of their fingers let's, and shit. Fuck yes. Yeah. Someone pisses you off, you just like 
yeah, drown them immediately by a wave, a tidal wave. That sounds great. Yeah. I wish I could do that every day. Oh, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they go there. They're, you know, it's the, the whole thing. They try to murder everybody there, all the gods. And so what the gods do are like they disguise themselves because they, you know, they're gods. So like, which it's funny because they're just like, they just like turn into cats and stuff. Like that one was like, yeah. I don't know. Like, like a basic ass cat, like just like a standard house cat or some shit. I mean, that's what I imagined when I re- like heard about it. It was just like, I think it was Aries. God, or maybe it was Hermione. Her, Hermi- uh. Hermes. Hermes. I think Hermes like turns into a cat. It's like Hermes. <laughs> Someone turns into like a bull. Someone turns in, you know. Some, I they think do- it is Hermes. I think it's Hermes that turns into the cat. So they just, like, turn into other animals, you know, to disguise themselves. Yeah, they shapeshift to, you know, hopefully giving them this, like, this disguise so they don't get murdered by this huge, terrifying beast monster snake situation. Mm. And then, of course, Aphrodite and her son dive deep into the ocean and they turn into fish. As the story goes, they like link up. They like their tails are tied together. They, you know, the cords imagery there is that they're like attached, right? Like mm-hmm. by each other, so they don't ever get separated because she doesn't want to ever be separated from her son. But so then this kind of like in a- after time, this is how the constellation gets. This is the story of how that's a constellation of Pisces, the two fish. So they do disguise themselves, and that's literally the end of the story. Like I don't know, wish I knew. You know, like what the fuck? Do they stay yeah. animals? Some of them, like, are weird story. Like, you're just like, that's it. I know, and they, like, like overall, over, and, like, then it was, like, they like all Aquarius, overlap. Aquarius, I was like, cool, so Aquarius was a fuck boy, and they were like, we can't send him back because he knows all our secrets, so we'll just make him a water bear. <laughs> the, the so underwhelming. Secret. Yeah, you're just like, okay. Capricorn yeah. was dope, though. I mean, yeah. Just saying. Mm. I'm pretty sure, too, again, you know, and then they all, all the, like, mythology behind all of them, it's like, it's like his Aphrodite. So then it's a like, you know, one of the myths is like Aphrodite and her son basically witness the birth of the goddess, you know, born again Aphrodite, the goddess of love, the goddess of beauty. And, you know, I think that's where it's like she comes out of like the clam because she's like in the fucking ocean. Um, I want to come out of a clam. I knew. Pun intended. Pun intended. I did come out of a clam. Uh, <laughs> So, um, yeah, there's always two fish for this reason, you know, because it's the two of them and their tails are tied together. Like I said, they're swimming in opposite directions. This kind of shows, you know, both sides or I guess like dimensions of like what Pisces kind of stands for, which you know, the, like, mortal, like, side of things. Like, this, like, super, you could think of, like, pentacles. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, this really earthy, like, real, like, eating, sex, sleep, death, life, you know? I like all those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, one the morality, but then the other fish and then going the other direction that they can never really... This is, like, kind of a difficult kind of situation for, you know, Pisces, people of the Pisces. I'm a Pisces moon, so relatable for sure but this then the other side of the fish is this like this shadow like you know this darker this like kind of unexplained thing um the like mystery of it this this un unreal right unreal world it's like the people that kind of get stuck there too um you know and you could be feeling this in pisces season or like if you're a pisces for real but it's like that personality of like like this escapism 
like not being in reality. Like it's the yeah, opposite of reality. To disassociate. Yeah. yeah. So like you know a lot of that you know it reminds me of course of like you know turning to like numbing substances or um pretty much just that escapism in any way. And there's something really beautiful about Pisces um season and people. It's this like once you you know there's it's like one of the things I read like the story like you know the as the fish are tied together and one kind of like overrides the other one and that dark normally the reality one like normally that reality is kind of like set in the forefront and then all of a sudden it's like you just see the tail every once in a while like caught by the sun of the under the fish swimming in the opposite direction which is that like deeper darker version and it's like this glimpse of like if you can if you can get both, if you can like dive into the depths of un- of non-reality, but like come back and be able to like process it as like a freaking human with a human's brain. Mm. There's such magic in there. It's like, that's like what like genius, like there was one thing I was listening to that was like Einstein is a Pisces, like genius, like so many people who are like intent, like they they just have this this sense of knowing. curiosity. Yeah, too, this sen- like really. that, like they've seen something, you know, yeah. and then they're able to project it or speak it or explain it or teach it. A lot of like writers and musicians and artists and you know poets like Pisces or Pisces energy, uh, Pisces in their chart because that they've. It's like how can you go into something that's so unrealistic, not on Earth. And then come back and be able to um, explain it. Yeah. The element <laughs> is water. No. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. This makes total sense. Like, Pisces energy is super, you know, intuitive and emotional. Even with both those, like, those sides of the fish, it's like, I feel bad sometimes because it's like this this interpretation that, like, they're either, like, daydreaming you know mm-hmm. or they're like just losing it you're daydreaming about something or you're and or um, you're going AWOL or you're freaking out but super watery super um intuitive some of the strengths of um Pisces compassion compassionate adaptable devoted imaginative creative super creative um they're known as the most artistic of all zodiac signs and they frequently express their creativity in everyday life. Uh, strong imaginations. Their reputation as dreamers can help them when they pursue right hobbies such as like painting, music, writing. And they aren't going to be as bound as logic by basically any sign. Mm. Uh, but a lot of, you know, they're not bound by logic. And their openness to new ideas allows them to explore creative avenues that others may overlook or dismiss as impractical. Incredibly empathetic. Pisces and in tune with the emotions of others. If they see someone crying, they will immediately want to know how they can help. And they also will probably just cry if they see someone else crying. You know, like that's like the (laughs) type of person that like, oh my God, I'm like, you're crying now. You're crying crying, now. I'm crying. I feel I feel it. Yeah. I'm totally gonna cry because you're crying and I like feel your pain for some reason. They're generous. Put others, you know, they're gonna put other people before them. Um, and it's like, dude, Pisces have this like desire to just like nurture the shit out of like someone, you know, before nurturing themselves because it truly like brings them happiness. You know, they're like feeling way better. 
total and you know and then that could i guess that could even seep into <laughs> maybe a, a shadow side or like an opportunity to grow they as a pipe too much yes yeah. yes they're gonna get it like at the you know at the expense of their own happiness they yeah. think that it's like a codependency issue it's like oh i thought that making other people super happy was gonna make me happy i'm so surprised i don't have any pisces in my charts they have a ton of like the, the pisces so many abundant you know positive qualities all the creativity all this like there's kind of this like like they like I, I kind of a little bit Herman energy I feel like a little bit like teach like going yeah. within and then like kind of having to like teach it to others too um but obviously there's some definitely you know negative Pisces traces just like any other uh sign overly emotional you know they're super in tune with their emotions but they can sometimes you know just be super moody um it's not uh, uncommon uh, for Pisces people to cry like during an argument like if someone's just like yelling at them like you know if you're like in a fight a lot of people get like fired up uh, Pisces will just like completely shut down and these are just like you guys this is so general like if you have a bunch of other signs like if you're I'm not saying if you're a son Pisces this is 100% you yeah like you know you gotta it depends on like everything all that's your other there. stuff yeah which I, I just looked it up I do not have any Pisces? I have zero. I'm literally Capricorn, Scorpio, and Aquarius. And then my moon is Aries. My moon and my Mars are in Pisces. <laughs> I'm like the word. Like, I look at this chart and I'm like, bitch, you a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. Dude, so much <laughs> Cap and Ed and Scorpio. Oh, well, Scorpio. Yeah. But it's basically like, I mean, the water that I have is fucking Scorpio, which is like a very lunar, oh. lunar, like fiery water sign. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Just the opposite. I mean, I'm very watery. Yeah. And then I have Earth. Emotional besties. I have some Earth. I got the cap. A lot of Earth. I got that cap rising. Anyways. Anywho. Y'all can find your stuff on... Well, I look at mine on CoStar. That's the only like thing I look at on it is my chart to yeah, compare it with other people's. Um, okay, so overly emotional, like I said. Um, if they are put down or like in a bad mood, it like can take uh, kind of a long time <laughs> for them to like return. Like it's kind of just mm -hmm. like a... Like a you're in deep and you got to like get really... You got to really talk yourself out of this spiraling of depression. Um, yeah. Uh, and let's see what else they they could be closed off also. Um, since they like, you know, overextend and like they take a lot of effort in taking care of other people, they often have a hard time accepting help from others. You know, they could feel misunderstood, um, which makes sense. Like the, 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 think of this two, just like the two fish pulling in different ways. It's like this kind of constant state of like. Do I want to, where am I in reality? Am I here? Am I there? It's just mm -hmm. like, they feel, I feel like they're like being misunderstood or feeling like you aren't understood is a pretty common Pisces that would make, trait. I mean, that would make sense if they're like, not disassociated, but they see, like, I think of like the high priestess or something, like you see past the veil that's in front mm -hmm. of you. Yeah. You know. And also it's like, this is a form of protection for Pisces. Like they will close themselves off because they, they're, 
they're like so trusty and generous that they will often be taken advantage of. Mm. And so then in return, if they are hurt enough, they will, you know, close themselves off as a method of self-protection. I guess like kind of like be impressionable, right? They're like, they're very idealistic and they, they want to see the best in others. Um, so they can be overly trusting and they can be easily swayed, um, total natural dreamers. So they can easily be convinced to pursue impractical goals or ideas. Um, then, you know, then taking the, a second to be like, realistically, logically speaking, is this a good idea? Yeah. They might be like, I'm, they're super optimistic. They're like, there's no way that this could go wrong. And I'm just going to like trust the flow of this. And obviously no one's going to fuck me over because like I wouldn't ever fuck anybody over. And then they want to keep the peace by being agreeable. And then they get fucked over. Shit. So that's their, those are three like pretty common, uh, Shadow side. Yeah, shadow side's a good word. I don't want to be like downfalls. But oh, like, yeah, just like shadow side. Just like opportunity side to work on or whatever. Yeah. That's um, some um, rituals that you could do uh, during Pisces season. Um, I think anything with water, like, you know, do like yeah. water, have a, you know, take a bath. Get a water bed. Get a water bed. <laughs> <laughs> I loved water beds back in the day. Oh my god! I thought they were so cool. I was like, "Your parents have a water bed? Like what the fuck?" One time we like ripped the. There was like a. It's like it wasn't like you couldn't see the water in the water bed, but me and my sister were like convinced that like there was fish in it, so we were like, "You psychos!" Yeah, like cutting open the bed. Um, Oh <laughs> <laughs> to see that's us um anyway <laughs> anywho um yeah do anything of art do have like put some water on your altar make a little you can make um drink some tea drink more tea yeah go outside do some writing do some journaling do some introspection work yeah some cre- or something creative or yeah and i feel like introspection for sure Cause I feel like that is kind of like, again, like one of, it's like one of their strongest traits and characteristics, but also one to like look out for is just like them being like, no, I see what I see. I know what I know. Like I trust. Right. The astrologer Liz Simmons, she said that the best thing about Pisces seasons is a very overwhelming feeling of compassion, which I think is true. Like coming up on the end of the year or like of the season of winter, it's like, you know, there's so you start to like you know, be more compassionate towards yourself, hopefully, but also you're seeing, um, you know, things growing, movement happening, action happening, maybe some seeds sprouting out metaphorically speaking and literally speaking. And so you're going to feel that kind of like gratitude, um, for sure. And then, like I said, in the, the card that we read was the, um, the moon card that, um, is, related to the Pisces season. And so we'll just kind of like look at the symbolic connections between the sensitive Pisces and the moon. Um, the sensitive water sign Pisces is represented by the two fish, of course, earning the nickname, the fishes with wishes mm. <laughs> because of their powerful imagination and creative spirit. Yeah. If you 
are looking for kindness and empathy. Pisces is the most compassionate sign of the zodiac. Pisces rules the 12th house in privacy, escape, and secrets. Which, for sure. Mm. In addition to being a water sign, Pisces is ruled by the planet Neptune, also known as the god of the sea. These dreamy little fish are spiritual and intuitive, with Pisces being the most psychic sign of all. So, a really good time. Like, okay, I, the, you know, this goes for Pisces people, Pisces with Pisces in your... Pisces people, Pisces people, people, people. <laughs> <laughs> But also for the season. Like, you can kind of, like, during this time, you can, like, embrace more of your own, you know, use the energy of all that is Pisces to kind of step into that a little bit. Um, like Pisces, the moon card is associated with the subconscious and often highlights idealism. So suggesting things that are not as they appear. Uh, the moon card also represents our secretive side or our shadow self. Uh, the dog and the wolf in the moon card kind of represent how our wild side like blends with our tame side. You could see it as like these two different wolves or whatever. Reoccurring theme of unity can also be found in the towers as well. The like, mm. Mm. Um, like this is happening for a reason. They symbolize the practical life that most of us lead, while the path between them reminds us that they are more meaningful, that meaningful life that we desire. This is very true to the nature of Pisces, who are always dreaming of something more fantastic than what's actually in front of them. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely tend to live in dream world a lot, making up scenarios in my head all the time for any other Pisces. And I know other Pisces people that definitely do this. Pisces people, people leader. Yeah, Pisceans. I guess I could just say that. Pisceans. (laughs) Pisceans. Yeah, just like idolizing stuff and like making up, like the expectation of something. The water of the moon card symbolizes subconsciousness. The crustacean emerging from the water represents coming into consciousness and the possession of psychic abilities, which is often true to those born under Pisces. We kind of talked, obviously, about them, like, swimming away from each other, but I will repeat it because I love to repeat myself. Um, them being pulled in two separate directions. It's kind of, like, another way to look at that or to explain that is to, like, look at the concepts of, like, yin and yang, two opposing forces that ultimately work together to create something whole. Pisces says the yin polarity, as does the moon. Both represent the uh, subconscious world, which is often hidden from society or from those around us. It represents our deepest fears, illusions, hopes, and dreams. The moon card points towards our shadow side, the things we keep locked away for fear of anyone encountering our true selves. At times, we may even hide this side from our own selves. Like, totally, you know, it's like, what are you afraid of? You know, it's like, what are you afraid of people finding out about you? You know, this is a great, this is like what we did in our new moon circle Mm -hmm. this, you know, last time it's like looking at these things that we're like so fearful of ourselves. Um, Do you want to know what's crazy? Hidden. Yes, I do. Really quickly. Just cause like everything that you're saying is like, so during rocket training, we all pulled from the animal tarot from the animal Oracle deck and I pulled the oyster. And this is the first time I read the card. So, oyster, patient, secret keeper, hiding inner treasures. 
The focus and determination of the oyster is unmatched. Anything an oyster personality puts their mind to, they achieve with grace and charm. The only problem is, oyster types often take their inner gifts for granted. They become shy or doubtful, and this can lead to withdrawing or protecting their deepest desires and life's work. When the oyster card appears, it's important to reveal your inner treasures. What is it that you've been hesitant to share? The world is waiting to see. Mm. Crazy. Damn. Like, just like with all the Pisces shit? Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Amazing. Yeah. That's why. No coincidence. Um, yeah. And we can, it's, I love, I love Pisces season because it really is this like full cert, like this like wrap up kind of feeling of just like allowing yourself. And I am really focusing on this like idea of wholeness of Pisces season, like this, you know, the fish being like the yin and the yang, these two things, opposing forces, the good wolf, the bad wolf, the whatever, the whatever, Mm -hmm. the sun, the moon, the light, the dark, the shadow self, the light self. It's like these two opposing forces that ultimately together are actually whole are actually balanced. Yeah. And so often I was thinking this like the last, the, uh, on the new moon of Pisces, the new dark moon. And I was just like, I, you know, kind of going back to like the theme of like a new moon to kind of like release something, you know, like release and let go and let go of something. It's like what Pisces entered what Pisces season reminded me of was like, you do not, I, I don't want to like release and let go. Look at this thing that I don't want anything to do with anymore. That is a part of me because releasing that and like burning it, you know, I get it. Like we all do that. We need to like, you know, we have old stories and we need to change them and let them go. But sometimes it's just like looking at a part of yourself that you don't like or that you're afraid of getting rid of it or isn't wholeness. That's the opposite of wholeness. It's like, understand it. Yeah. Like that is actually one of the, it's an opposing force that actually is in balance. It is truly without it. You wouldn't be where you are or who you are. Yeah. And so and getting rid of it or like trying to shed it from you is not wholeness, mm-hmm. you know? So like embracing these kind of, no, that's really good wisdom. And like thinking of like the crap, the claw too in the moon, like I know it's like kind of, you know, it's submerging out of the water into consciousness, but also it reminds me a little bit of like this, you know, the shell, this like this hardening that we do to protect ourselves often from our past experiences and like cracking open uh, back to my hocus pocus focus a little bit like, yeah, like I built this really hard shell up around myself to protect myself. And now I'm like, oh, my God, there's just this like really soft, vulnerable baby, you know, like inside under it. And like the Pisces that it's kind of like that they're both there. They're both part of the whole and they're both so opposing. Right. One's super hard, not going to let anything in. One is like super soft and vulnerable. So together and like kind of just allowing yourself to crack open during this season and to be really gentle and really soft and really compassionate. Being an oyster. Being the oyster. Be the oyster. Yeah. Yeah. Be the oyster. Damn, that was good. Yeah, I can't believe that. Funny how the week lines up like that. So interesting. It's so funny because I was like, oh, I'll read the I'll read the card later. 
because I had like the deck and I put I pulled it for I've never pulled the oyster so I don't know what it meant and I just like when she was talking I was like I should see what that oyster card says and it's like perfect yeah I was like holy fuck pretty makes sense though to the oyster or maybe yeah. the maybe uh, Aphrodite was actually birthed up an oyster maybe it was no I think who's to have... say yeah who <laughs> <laughs> it's all Greek to me <laughs> um thanks Mitchie that was dope yeah um we're gonna be doing fairy series I'm doing some shit about fairies because I'm obsessed right she's now. obsessed with fairies out of control um so look for that coming out in two weeks um we have our on March 20th our awakening event with Cheyenne she's a booty teacher come wake that ass up sign up on instagram link is in our bio um and then always like the best thing that you could do especially if you're balling on a budget but want to support is always rate review and subscribe or tell a friend about the podcast because words are spells because words are spells um or join the patreon again our link is in our bio and on our website just do it hang out you get to do cool fun events like booty yoga with with cheyenne you'll get discounts off of our virtual and irl events which we have a really big one coming up in october it's gonna be dope um also if you're in the um healing house cabin and you come um to get a rating from me in real life uh you get that you get that deal. You get that. You get 13. that COVID deal. You though. get that common discount. No big deal. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Um, and then also too, if you want to buy Michelle's art, it is up at Soul Nineteen Yoga, so you can come get yourself a super dope print. Soon she'll have originals up there. Um, but yeah, we fucking love you. And remember, you are magic. Love you. Take one deep breath. Oh, my God.